Hey gang, before we get started, I just wanted to point you guys in the direction of the JohnCast podcast. Now you can find this on the Apple Podcast uh, app or wherever you're going to find your usual uh, podcasty sort of stuff. It's all up on there, SoundCloud, etc., etc. It's something else I do. It's just fun. Not a whole lot of, um, you know, hard-hitting topics, but it's good fun. If you like this, you're going to like that. Anyway, on with the show. Howdy, folks. I'm Johnny Waters, and once again, I'm here all my lonesome just doing this cool-as-fuck podcast. Uh, this is the podcast where we discover the mysteries of the Bible through an idiot who is reading it for the very, very first time. So my insight is so very limited with only the knowledge that I'm getting straight from the book itself. Um, and I'm trying to infer as best as I possibly can to, uh, you know, make that happen. And that yowling you're hearing in the background is a cat who apparently does not have enough attention. Uh, I assure you, I have given the poor little thing quite a bit of attention, but maybe he just doesn't want to hear the Bible. He's like, motherfucker, it's 1am when you're recording this, you piece of shit. People are trying to fucking sleep. And, you know, here we are. But you gotta do what you gotta do in the time you gotta do it in. Um, cool. So, uh, new things with John. Um, got some new books that just came out with the, uh, Audible stuff. That's super rad. Um, did a really big episode, uh, two episodes on the JohnCast podcast on, uh, Apple iTunes app and so on and whatnot. You can find it there or SoundCloud. If you're listening there, you can make friends and you see that I'm talking about all sorts of shit and not just the Bible. If you're like, fuck, dude. This guy talks about the Bible all the fucking time. Mostly because you're listening to a Bible podcast, but hey, you know, you get what you pay for, um, which is free. Uh, so yeah, I did like a two hours and 40 minutes, and I split it up into two, and it was a good time. We talked about Final Fantasy, video games, all sorts of fun stuff. It was a good time. Got him out of his shell, I think. Um, let's see. Uh, Father's Day's coming up. I wish I had some sort of deal that was going on. I don't, but you know what? I do have some free codes for an audiobook. Uh, so if you want to get your dad something free that he can sit there and listen to and he can spend like anywhere between an hour to 15 hours going like, man, my kid thought of me and the kid who does the voice on this is really pretty cool. Man, he knows what he's doing and he's telling me this story about this kick-ass troop that was a real thing. It's historical fiction and whatnot, like Brutal Valor. Uh, that came out a couple months ago, or Empire Betrayed, that just came out earlier this week. Uh, it's really good books. You can check them out at the Audible link on the show notes. Check it out. And if you want a free code, just send me a line at the uh, according to stupid at gmail.com. I'll get you a free code, all the instructions. It's dumb easy. Stupid easy to get you a free book. That you can just be like, hey man, I put this on a thumb drive for you, Dad. And I'm going to walk you through how to put it on your... Uh, your phone or or listen to it on uh you know your your old iPod. I still have an old iPod. Um you know or in your car or wherever or uh, I'll put on some CDs for you. And then label them disc 1, disc 2. You just put them in your stereo and bam, you're good to go, dad. Think about that. So yeah, check that shit out. Um 
yeah. Fuck. There's not much new with me. It's late. And we're going to do some Bibling. Um, yeah. Let's get to it. Yeah. Let's fucking rock. Woo! Okay, kids. So, uh, fuck. Where do we leave off? We left off with uh, Leviticus and something about incest and... Uh, and, uh, oh, uh, don't eat the fruit off a tree for five years because all of it's going to God, which is fucking dumb. Um, and don't fuck your relatives. That was pretty much the last two chapters. From what I hear, it just keeps on going low and low. Uh, chapter 20, right? Let's, uh, I'm pretty sure I'm on track with this shit. Um... I think that was all that really came up. It was just like, don't don't bring about, you know, da-da-da-da-da with your father or your father's sister, for she is your auntie. And don't do it with your mother's sister, for she is also your auntie-auntie. Etc., etc. And it is all very sad and bad and not good for you growing children. Um, Yeah, so we're on chapter 20 right now. Let's rock it. And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, Again thou shalt say to the children of Israel, as opposed he's talking to anybody else, Whosoever he be of the children of Israel, or of the strangers that sojourn in Israel, that giveth any of his seed unto Molech, he shall surely be put to death. The people of the land shall stone him with stones, as opposed to the green stuff that is going all over America and has been in Amsterdam for a very long time. Stone him with stones! Um, it makes sense. I forgot who Molech was. Um, wasn't he supposed to be a good guy? Like, I am Molech. All right. No, don't jack off on Molech. Oh. Okay, fair. Sure, I didn't think we were going to do that, but... I mean, that's a hard and fast rule. I don't want cum on me. I don't think. Uh... <laughs> And I will set my face against the man, and I will cut him off from amongst his people, because he hath given his seed unto Molech, uh, to define my, defile my sanctuary, and to profane my holy name. Don't, oh, okay, so maybe it's don't fuck in my tabernacle. Fair. And if the people of the land do any ways hide their eyes from the man, when he giveth of his seed unto Molech, and kill him not, then I will set my face against that man, against his family, and will cut him off, and all that go a-whoring after him, to commit whoredom with Molech from among their people. Molech is a guy that nobody likes. I'm assuming it's a dude. Um, and the soul that turneth after such as have familiar spirits and after wizards to go a-whoring after them, I will even set my face against that soul and will cut him off among his people. But... Wizards are cool. They got lightnings and uh, dragons and crystal balls and <laughs> and uh, sticks that do magic shit. Like, I'm all for that shit. All you did is fog and get pissed off and turn two guys into fire, which is pretty impressive to throw it out. But you did it because they brought the wrong fucking incense from motherfucking Bed Bath & Beyond. Little rough, I think. Little rough. So don't go to wizards, and don't fuck this guy, Molech. Uh, sanctify yourselves, therefore, and be ye holy, for I am the Lord your God, and ye shall keep my statutes, and do them! I am the Lord which will uh, which sanctify you. Huh. Well. 
All right, I guess we're still on the whole Egypt kick. Uh, for everyone that curseth his father or his mother shall be surely put to death. Oh, shit. He hath cursed his father or his mother. His blood shall be upon him. Fuck. This god character is really, really strict. And the man that cometh adultery to another man's wife, even he that committeth adultery with his neighbor's wife, the adulterer and the adulteress, so shall surely be put to death. There's a lot of swingers who are going to be just up and killed because of 2010 right now. Huh, funny. Um, does this go to 17? Ooh, 17. All right, guys, you can do this yearly. You can read the Bible by years. 2017's coming up, and 2018's slowly but surely on its way. Halfway there, almost. Anyway, uh, and the man that lieth with his father's wife, ugh, hath uncovered his father's nakedness. Both of them shall surely be put to death. Their blood shall be upon them. Again, don't fuck your mom, and don't fuck someone else's wife. Uh, but I think there was a passage before that seemed to be like, you can fuck around, just, you know, don't do anything with a woman or a man if you're not married to them. But you, man, fuck around, do your thing, because they aren't women, I guess. I don't know. That doesn't make any sense. It's dumb. Uh, so don't fuck other guys' wives. Fair. And, uh, you know, you had your own vows, or if you didn't, don't fuck another man's wife. And if a man lie with his daughter-in-law, ugh. Both of them shall surely be put to death. Ugh, for they have wrought confusion. No shit. Their blood shall be upon them. Ugh. If a man also lie with mankind as he lieth with a woman, both of them have committed an abomination. They shall be surely put to death. Their blood shall be upon them. Uh, the blood shall be upon them. Well, you're, if you're going to kill someone, probably. So it, it kind of sounds like you know, you're supposed to just open them up in some sort of way. You know? whether with knives or pitchforks or scalpels or whatever the fuck. So if you're gay or if you're of the male persuasion and you lay with a dude as you lay with a lady person, eh, you're going to get uh, get murderfied once again on 2013. Not a good time. Not a good time at all for, for the homosexual community. I'm sorry to say, as far as the Bible goes, um... But it doesn't really mention women, but I think it just kind of goes for it. Women, as far as we can tell, because they're not covering this as much of a lawyer document that this is, that everything has to be laid out perfect-like. It doesn't say anything about, and if your wife should lay with womankind, or she lay with mankind, uh, then she shall be given a trophy and many a chocolate and applauded throughout the streets. The double standard is there, gentlemen and ladies. It certainly is. And, uh... I'm just a guy, and I don't really want to fight it, because I'm tired. Um, and if a man take a wife and her mother, it is, a, whoa. And if a man take a wife and her mother, oh, the uh, <laughs> the ultimate in, in victories, I suppose. It is a wickedness. They shall be burnt with fire. Ooh, damn it. Both he and they. That there be no wickedness among you. So the uh, the graduate for 2014 is very much taboo. You get burned like a witch for fucking your lady, your wife, and her mother. Ugh. Oh boy. And if a man lie with a beast, he shall surely be put to death. And he shall slay the beast. Alright, let's make it fair. Like, if you fuck a goat, 
we gotta kill you, and then we're gonna kill the goat. <laughs> oh, man. And if a woman approach unto any beast and lie down thereto, thou shalt kill the woman and the beast, and shall surely be put to death. Their blood shall be upon them. Good that they're covering the lady doing the thing to the beast, but still not lady-on-lady lady action. Maybe, you know, uh, at Mount Sinai, they had a lot of... A lot of meetings, you know. Okay, and for 2017. And if a man shall take his sister, his father's daughter, or his mother's daughter, and see her nakedness, and she see his nakedness, it is a wicked thing, and they shall be cut off in the sight of their people. He hath uncovered his sister's nakedness, he shall bear his iniquity. Ah, incest. If a man shall lie with a woman having her sickness. Um, okay. So she has the flu, but I'm assuming that this is a much more, you know, not the flu thing. I'm assuming it's menstruation. And shall uncover her nakedness, he hath discovered her fountain. Well, we're probably going to be discovering that fountain one way or the other. And she hath uncovered the fountain of her blood. Um, never have I heard it described fountain of her blood before. It kind of makes it sound like she's supposed to be a statue who's supposed to be upside down doing the splits and doing that, like, trifecta um, fountain just... Oh, look how wonderful. Look at the birds. They're bathing in the fountain. Anyway, yuck. Actually, this kind of works. Blood bathing <laughs> birds all the time. And both of them shall be cut off from among their people. We will exile them. If you see her and she's on her period, fuck off. Um, and thou shalt not uncover the nakedness of thy mother's sister, nor thy father's sister, for she hath uncovered near kin. They shall bear their iniquity. And if a man shall lie with their uncle's wife, he hath uncovered his uncle's nakedness, they shall bear their sin. They shall die childless. You know, 2020 ain't awful. And if, like, in the grand scheme of things, everyone gets exiled or dies, and then you have these people being like, if you fuck them, they'll be childless. Oh. Well, come over here, Jackie. Let's have some fun. Uh, you shall therefore keep all my statutes and all my judgments and do them. The land, whither I bring you to dwell therein, spew you not out. You're doing a real good job of laying out the rules. Not a lot of people are going to be fucking their sisters or husbands or <laughs> or their uh, husbands' wives or whatever the fuck. And, um, or wives' husbands or beasts or whatever. It seems clear, but, you know, you got to lay that shit out. However, ladies, it seems to me that you can, uh, if you're having some tendencies, if you're having some thoughts, maybe some experimentation, apparently not touched in the Bible, go for it. Um, as far as I know, because I'm only in Leviticus. Maybe Numbers covers the whole lesbian issue. Fuck if I know. Uh, let's see, let's see, let's see. Uh, and ye shall not walk in the manners of the nation which I cast out before you, for they committed all these things, and therefore I abhorred them. Um, so don't remember Egypt in any sort of way. But I have said unto you, ye shall inherit their land, and I will give it unto you to possess it, a land that floweth with milk and honey. I Also, that milk and honey thing has yet to happen. I am the Lord your God, which have separated you from other people. I'm not, I'm, I wonder why, beyond the whole, like, we were slaves, and then frogs, and blood in the water, and so on, and so on. Um, and then, uh, this whole milk and honey promise that I don't think Sinai has really done yet. We still have to wander, and we wandered for 40 years. People died. 
with the idea of, we will drink milk and honey, it'll be glorious. And then they died on the road because somebody doesn't have a fucking GPS that takes three days of walking to get from there to Israel. Or, uh... Jerusalem, or wherever the fuck they're heading. I don't know, somewhere. But now they're in Mount Sinai, where I imagine there's not a lot of milk and there's not a lot of honey. They didn't say anything about bees. They talked about cows a bit, so they got maybe 50% of this stuff going on, I think. But nothing about bees. Uh, you shall therefore put difference between clean beasts and unclean and between unclean fowls and clean, and ye shall make your souls abominable by beast or by fowl or any manner of living thing that creepeth on the ground, which I separated from you as unclean. And ye shall be holy unto me, for I, the Lord, am holy, and have se uh, severed you from other people, that ye should be mine. Ah, 2026, I'm beginning to see a thing here. If this is all canon and true, let's look at this. We sep I separate you, let's assume, God, separating our fun Hebrew peeps. Over there they go. He wants everybody to be holy because he is holy. Seems fair, I suppose, but it's also that same friend who is just like, why haven't you gone golfing with me? Why haven't you tried water polo? You should definitely join my gym. Have you heard about CrossFit? Veganism is fun. See, there's a thing there, I think, and while being good and holy is kind of a thesaurus-y issue, I think, at the same time, there's the thing that gets me. The other people, and that you, ye should be mine. Now, on one end of the spectrum, it's very nice to go like, I have chosen the best of my flock, and I have laid out some very... Clear rules about lepers and fucking your sister and, and, and uh, mothers and wives and other husbands and daughters-in-laws and things that need to be covered. And women on periods and your lesbian tendencies. Uh, but you should be mine. It's the kind of sentence that is laid out as a child would lay out to uh, either younger brothers and sisters or friends. This is mine. That this should be mine. This thing. Which I'm also going to throw out there that maybe, just maybe, the idea of other particular things. Now, we also assume that this is the one good book, as I'm reading it, that the Lord is the only fucking one there and everybody should be fucking holy and everybody is going to be holy and not fucking their sisters. And so on. And we removed you from other people and eventually that's not going to work out very well, I guess. And that you're mine. Our God, I suppose, in the Old Testament, is a jealous God, and he still very much is. All right, 2027. A man also, or woman, that hath a familiar spirit, or that is a wizard, shall surely be put to death. What the fuck does that mean? They shall stone them with stones, their blood shall be upon them. A man also, or woman, that hath a familiar spirit. What, a, what does familiar spirit mean? Are they communing with the spirit world, or are they just a friendly motherfucker? Because I've met some familiar spirits of sorts, uh, as I think, you know, Charles Dickens had some little bits of dealing with, that we are familiar people to each other. We are, uh, ah, fuck, what's the quote? Uh, that we are, that we are fellow pilgrims to the grave and not uh, a separate race of creatures bound on other journeys. To me, this immediately reads as just familiar spirit. If you have someone that's way too happy and familiar, or apparently is Gandalf, put him to death. <laughs> yeah, fuck you guys. Ugh. Wizards are probably cool. I mean, how could they be bad? 
right? Right? Fuck if I know. I don't know. It is December 1878. The war looms on the horizon of South Africa. British High Commissioner Sir Henry Bartle Freer seeks to dismantle the powerful neighboring kingdom of the Zulus and uses an incursion along the disputed border as his justification for war. He issues an impossible ultimatum to the Zulu king, Cachuayo, demanding he disband his armies and pay massive reparations. With a heavy heart, the king prepares his nation for war against their former allies. Ladies and gentlemen, I give to you Brutal Valor, The Tragedy of Asundalwana, The Anglo-Zulu War, Book One, brought to you by James Mace and voiced by me, John Waters. And also, if I do say so myself, I do quite a good British accent the entire way through. A story of war, of valor, of brutal victory, and terrifying defeat. With high praise and great reviews, this is a book that is both educational, inspiring, and, if I say so, damn well written. And guess what? I have some codes that'll let you get this book for completely free. All you gotta do, simply enough, Send me an email right in the show notes. Just send me a line going like, Hey, that book sounded kind of badass, and I kind of need something to listen to when I'm not listening to your thing so I can continue to listen to you talk and yammer and what have you. Well, it's real simple. You send me an email, I send you a code and the instructions. You'll be listening to that book in under five minutes, probably, if you're fairly tech literate. And in, in fact, it's probably less than that if you're even more tech literate. Hell, let's do a record keeping. Let's see how fast people can pick these bad boys up. I'll set up a leaderboard. Why not? Let's have that happen. Anyway, this book is fantastic. Brutal Valor, The Tragedy of Asundalwana, The Anglo-Zulu War, Book One, is one that you'll want on your shelves and certainly one you'll want ringing through your ears. Don't wait. Send me an email right now. Like, right now. All right, gang, chapter 21. And the Lord said unto Moses, Speak unto the priests, the sons of Aaron, and say unto them, There shall none be defiled for the dead among his people. There shall, be none. There shall none be defied for the dead among his people. Defiled, right? Did I say that? I don't know. Uh, but for his kin that is near unto him, that is, for his mother, and for his father, and for his son, and for his daughter, and for his brother, and for his sister, a virgin, we assume, that is nigh unto him, which hath had no husband, for her may he be defiled. Oh, so if he has a sister who hasn't married and hasn't fucked yet, she can go check him out, but the second she gets hitched to some dude, you can't be fucking associating with him, you gotta tend to your fucking man. Dumb. Anyway, um, 21-4, but he shall not defile himself. He's dead, being a chief man among his people to profane himself. He's dead, I'm confused. Uh, they shall not make baldness upon their head. Oops. Neither shall they shave off the corner of their beard. Not really sure what that means. Nor make any cuttings of their flesh. Fair. It goes from, fuck are you, uh, what if we just... So we can't really cut our hair, and people who go bald are apparently an abomination upon the world! They shall not do this. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what the corner of their beard is at the, like, part of the jaw? The corner of the jaw, maybe? 
Don't make any cuttings in their flesh. Fair. We don't really, I mean, don't cut yourself. That's bad. Uh, they shall be holy unto their God and not profane in the name of their God. For the offerings of the Lord made by fire and the bread of their God they do offer. Therefore they shall be holy. They shall not take a wife that is a whore or profane. Neither shall they take a woman put away from her husband, for he is holy unto his God. All right, back up a second. Uh, the people will not be bald. Uh, we will shave off the corner of their beard. No, we won't shave off the corners of our beard or cut ourselves. We'll be holy to God. We won't be, fuck off, God. Uh, and we'll make offerings of fire and bread, and it's great. And we'll try to be holy. And uh, we'll not take wives that are whores or profane. I'll tell you what, right now, probably the best of wives and best of women are probably a bit profane and have probably been around the block. Um, but that's the modern era. This is some 2,000-plus-year-old document. Um, I guess I didn't want that. Because, you know, you don't want them to have fun. Uh, neither shall they take a woman put away from her husband, because no kindness should be put to a woman who some asshole probably thrown away. Maybe the woman was at fault. Maybe the guy was just an asshole. Who knows? I'm not sure. For he is holy unto his God. I'm holy. I won't touch that. Maybe you'll stay out of business. Maybe you'll try to find the cleanest of people to hang around with. Maybe that's the idea. Fair enough. Garbage in, garbage out, maybe, as an idea. But if we're all terrible people hanging out with terrible people, there's only so bad it can get. I don't know. I take some issue with this, and I'd love some explanation on 21.7. Uh, thou shalt sanctify him, therefore, for he offereth the bread of thy God. He shall be holy unto thee, for I, the Lord, which sanctify you, am holy. We assume that, but you did this. Also, for any sort of uh, idea, this word holy, I think, is created by him. He could be, I am Giggly-boo. It's just as good, I suppose, in this particular time. Holy, good. Ah, I'm good. That's fine. We can go for that. Holy meaning pure, I suppose. But I'm not sure that we had a meaning for this particular word. I know it's a little uh, about this, but there's a thought there. Sanctify him, therefore, he offereth the bread of thy God. Here is God bread. It shall be holy unto thee, for I am the Lord, which sanctify you, am holy. <laughs> By the way, do you know God is holy? <laughs> I am. And the daughter of any priest. Oh, if she profane herself by playing the whore, uh, the best of kinds, she profaneth her father. Well, she shall be burnt with fire. Wow. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> Ooh. Ugh, minister's daughter is going to be lit ablaze. Seems that they forgot that particular part in some parts of the rereading of the Bible. Uh, and he that is the high priest among his brethren, upon whose head the anointing oil was poured, and that is consecrated to put on the garments, shall not uncover his head, nor rent his clothes. Uh, so don't, uh, you're wearing that hat and you're wearing those clothes for a while, buddy. Neither shall he go into any dead body, nor defile himself for his father or for his mother. Sad days. Neither shall he go out to the sanctuary, nor profane the sanctuary of his God. For the crown of the anointing oil of his God is upon him. I am the Lord. I'm not sure what the I am the Lord thing is a thing. Like a gavel thing, but like, I am the Lord. Um. Fine. 
All right, we made you with oil, and you will stay in that fucking tabernacle, Aaron. Stay in that goddamn area, and you will remain. Because I say so, because I am the Lord. And he shall take a wife in her virginity. Well, nah. In the old days, I'm sure this was much easier, but, uh... Nowadays, um... Well, they're hard to come by. A widow, or a divorced woman, or profane, or an harlot. An harlot? These shall he not take. But I... Oh. But he shall take a virgin of his own people to wife. Because we need to keep the gene pool... Inside. Uh, neither shall he profane his seed among his people, for I, the Lord, do sanctify him. Profane his seed. Does he just put in a bag and wave it around like a lasso? Just look what's in the bag! That's what I figure. Profane his seed. And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, Speak unto Aaron, saying, If he fucking leaves that tabernacle one more time, I'm gonna put a lightning bolt so far up his ass, he'll become the first goddamn neon sign. He said, Whoever he be of thy seed in their generations that hath any blemish, let him not approach to offer the bread of his God. His God. Your God. I God. Me. Idiot. This seems to be a whoops. Um, You got a zit? Can't do it. Uh, For whatsoever man he be that hath a blemish, he shall not approach. A blind man or a lame or he that hath a flat nose or anything superfluous. Or a man that is blanken-footed, or broken-handed, or crook-backed, or a dwarf, or that he hath a blemish in his eye, or be scurvy, or scabbed, or hath his stones broken. His stones broken? What the fuck does that mean? No man that hath a blemish of the seed of Aaron, the priest, shall come nigh to offer the offerings of the Lord made by fire. He hath a blemish. He shall not come nigh to offer the bread of his God. So you wait, hold on, you make this guy a priest. The high priest is to you, God. And you say that any that hath a blemish of the seed of Aaron so it sounds like anyone who is a child of Aaron at all or has some sort of abnormality of some sort is handicapable or whatever the fuck is to be can't offer even the bread of his God, assumingly of the Lord. This makes... Z Why the fuck do we hate Aaron so much? Because of the golden calf issue that really wasn't his fault? Because he was of weak stock, I suppose, and going like, no, we will defend the Lord. Because he was talked to by 400,000 people to go like, let's make a cow, and he's just a guy going, maybe we shouldn't, and then they did it, and he's like, Aaron... You fucked up. And I'm, he's probably going, no, I didn't, you asshat. And then they burned his two kids going like, I like sage. <laughs> Fuck you. Ugh. I do not know this god. He shall eat of the bread of his god, both of the most holy and of the holy. Wait, so there's most holy and just plainly holy? Some holy is more holy than others? Ugh. Only he shall not go in unto the veil, nor come nigh unto the altar, because he hath a blemish, that he profane not my sanctuaries, for I the Lord do sanctify them. And Moses told it unto Aaron, and to his sons, and to all the children of Israel. Ugh. Ugh, it's just... Yeah, Leviticus is rough, and uh, easily ignored, I feel... In a lot of ways, and uh, this is 
quickly coming to me that, uh, you know, this is just a book. It's just a book that apparently some people take very, very seriously, and some people take, you know, what they want out of it. And I can totally see why you want to cherry-pick some shit. And probably why, you know, still the argument of, like, if you say everything is correct in the Bible, then you have to kind of swear by that. And if you're like, well, I pick and choose, then you kind of seem like a hypocrite calling yourself a Christian or Catholic or whatever the fuck. It kind of seems that way. And maybe, I don't know, maybe I'm the one to end this particular stigma. I don't think it's a job for me, because I'm not that guy. Um, but to maybe look at it and just be like, you know what, dudes, it's a book. I know that eventually there's some really good teachings in here that has some really good stuff, and these things are antiquated and old. And there is stuff that is just dark and depressing and probably very terrible. I don't think we have to deal with too many lepers nowadays, but, you know, I think somewhere in Asia they're dealing, they're, they have a little commune over there and things are working out great. Um, but, uh, <sighs> heavy shit. It's rough. But we can look back at the old days being like, this is how we treated each other then. And I suppose now we can look at each other and this is how we treat each other now. This book, while a crude and uneven stepping stone, uh, can lead uh, lead some wayward children to a potentially okay path. And maybe put them on a path that they were supposed to be on anyway. To go like, wait, you were supposed to treat people like shit just because they have a broken hand or a dwarf or something like that? They can't offer up their bread unto the god or have a piece of the bread of the god that they're worshipping? That because of their birth that they are lesser and they cannot partake in what is gods? Hmm. Well, again, we're still in the Old Testament, and apparently things were pretty strict way back when. Uh, it's just uh, unacceptable in some, in a lot of ways. Which I can totally see why some folks are like, yeah, read the New Testament. And other folks going like, yeah, the Old Testament is a lot more uh, fun, a lot more hard and fast rules, and it's easy to go that way. But uh, if, if this is your only book, I think this is uh, a problem in society. If this is the only thing that you're basing your entire life around, uh, I suggest Dr. Seuss or maybe even my uh, Hungry Caterpillar or whatever the fuck that book is. Might give you a different insight in the world. You know? Yeah. Anyway. All right, well, that's been the uh, Gospel According to Stupid. You've been listening to me. If you'd like to get in contact with me, you think I'm fucking wrong or right or whatever the hell, go ahead, send me an email at the Gospel... Well, wait, it's uh, according to stupid at gmail.com. It's in the show notes. It's right there, just sitting there, just waiting for you to go, like, send this guy a message. He'll absolutely love it. I would. But maybe you're like, man, I don't want to send you a message. I just want to make it clean and clear and simple that I fucking hate or love this thing. Well, send a review to Apple Podcasts. You can do it easily from your computer. Just go to iTunes, search up The Gospel According to Stupid, go like, uh, where's the reviews at? And it'll say, write a review, click, and bam, you're right there. You have to do it from your phone in a weird way. You gotta go and search for it, then find it, then go in the middle tab there, and then it'll say reviews. You can write a review from there, and then you can do it, but there's it's just extensive, and there's it's a little bit harder and what have you. Um, but that's it, yeah, there's other little notes in the, uh, show notes, so be sure to check that out if you're interested, if not, fuck off, <laughs> whatever. Um, till next time, I've been John, and you've been gospeled 
2 by an uh, by a stupid. Yeah, gospel 2 by a stupid. I like this. All right, toodaloo, bye. Till next week.